0: Hello and welcome to the Banker podcast series Banking Under Pressure, exploring how the financial services industry is coping with the COVID-19 pandemic. In this series, the Banker's editors are interviewing industry experts from around the world to gather insights and advice on specific challenges, best practice and innovations that can help banks and their customers manage during these difficult times. I'm Marie Kempley, the Banker's Investment, Banking and Capital Markets Editor. And in this podcast, I'm joined by Gildo Russo, Head of Ratings Advisory at Nomura. Thanks for joining me today, Gildo. Good morning, Marie. So the last six to nine months have obviously been a very interesting and challenging time for those in the business of assessing risk within the financial system. And in particular, I'm interested in talking about what has happened with bank credit ratings. Can you give us a very broad-brush overview of what has been going on there since the advent of the COVID-19 pandemic?
1: Sure. Um, I think that to better understand what has happened with bank credit risk uh, over the last uh, last, uh, six, nine months, it's important to understand what has happened over the last eight to ten years since the previous financial crisis. Because banks, since then, have changed quite substantially. You know, capital capital ratios have uh, improved significantly. Uh, new rules have been implemented. There is constant scrutiny. Liquidity has been much stronger over the last ten years, given the troubles and the problems that banks faced uh, since the last financial crisis. So, When COVID started uh, six to nine months ago, um, rating action had clearly happened. You know, there have been some downgrades, there have been some negative outlooks, but nothing compared to what happened 10 years ago. You know, the banking sector are much stronger uh, today, uh, also headed by, let's say, 10 years of benign economic conditions. Uh, The largest banks, uh, you know, have, invested in uh, you know, becoming more resilient, more robust. Uh, therefore, none of the banking sector has really been under a lot of pressure. You know, the the, the 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 downgrades we have seen during these last nine months for the corporate sector are not at all comparable to what we have seen in the banking sector. So, most of the negative outlook, most of the actions have happened for smaller banks in determined, it, in weaker uh, jurisdictions, and uh, clearly to banks with uh, existing um, ongoing problems.
0: Okay, so that's that's a really interesting point. Then, that, that, to make that point really clear, I mean, how does does what happened this time around compare with what happened during the financial crisis? It sounds like it, the kind of implication from what you're saying there is that during the financial crisis there was massive action, kind of across the board, affecting the big banks as well as the the smaller banks that you've been you've been discussing there
1: yes absolutely clearly uh, you know what what we saw last time around uh, was also dictated by how banks were uh, capitalized uh, what was the, uh, the 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 you know the, the the quality of the governance at the time so all of these is no longer there so i have, i would say banks have learned a lesson since last time there is a much higher level of scrutiny capitalization ratios have been imposed at much higher levels compared last time so Clearly, today, banks are much stronger and can weather uh, you know, crises in a much better way. Of course, uh, it depends on how long the crisis will stay on. If, if we see uh, COVID disappearing over the you know, next uh, three months or six months, it means something. If COVID is gonna stay there for two to three years, then clearly this will reflect into a, uh, in, into, you know, a bigger action for, for financial institutions.
0: Yeah, you've spoken there about one of the key points that kind of keeps that the, there is a recurring concern for people around the uncertainty. So, as you were saying, there's obviously been huge action since the financial crisis to improve the the measures that are in place to to make banks safe and and to make sure they're well capitalised and all those other things. But given the the big uncertainty that is in this situation, what are the challenges of assessing risk in the current climate? You know, we've obviously seen a situation which is affecting pretty much every bank, I would say, in, in some respect. And as you say, a lot of uncertainty about what the outlook is going forward.
1: Well, the challenges are exactly uh, those that uh, you know everyone is facing. So how long will it last? Uh, clearly and and will we go back to what we had before covid and perhaps the first question is difficult to answer uh, because a uh, second wave was expected and and we have it but perhaps was not expected to be so strong and and perhaps the impact of second wave are uh, are, are difficult to, to forecast and these are the challenges the reading analysts are are trying to, to, to uh to to cope with. Clearly a rating is 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 a is a prediction, is a probability of default over the next cycle. So a rating today implements the expectation of 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 the um of the movement uh, of the profitability of the capitalization over the next three to five years. And and that's the difficulty uh that, that we're facing now. No one knows for how long will it last and when we go back to what normality we will go back.
0: Yeah. And so the, you, you've spoken about the ratings actions that we have seen and the the outlooks that have been implemented and the fact that that is over a, a kind of horizon of a, of a few years. So there is still that, that uncertainty. But the, the, the rating changes that we've seen, how reflective are they of the overall macro outlook or are they taking into account bank specific factors? I imagine it's Relatively difficult um, to separate the two at the moment in some cases. And how important is there that a distinction yeah. is made between those two things?
1: Well, r- ratings incorporate both clearly. The, the operating environment, the economic conditions, are part of a rating, but also uh, bank's specific factors are the the, the 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 other side of the coin. So, uh, you know, in, in these in these operating environments. Uh, the more you know, the, the stronger you are, and, and the more you are prepared from a capitalization, from a liquidity point of view, the longer you can resist. So, let's say, larger banks, stronger banks with high capital ratio, with uh, you know, strong liquidity, can resist for longer. So, I would be quite um, uh, relaxed to say that you know, if you are a very large global bank. Uh, very diversified, with strong capitalization, with strong liquidity, they should be able to weather six, nine months of of tough operating environment. Clearly, if you are uh, smaller banks, more regional, less diversified, with lower capital, then you will will feel that the operating environment, which is not banana at the moment, will, will, will be impacting your 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 um, your, your profitability, your uh, your your asset quality, much more quickly than it will for for a larger bank. So I would say both factor are important. Uh, to the extent of which one is more important than the other, I think it depends on the specific situation of each bank. Uh, profitability is a challenge, continues to be a challenge. It's been a challenge for a while because interest rates have been lower now for some time so not only during covid but even pre covid but clearly if you are a bank with uh, more resources larger more diversified you can perhaps weather the profitability in uh, for a little bit longer uh, you know think about larger banks that have implemented cost cutting measures they have been they've been doing that for a while and and they've proven uh, to be uh, you know uh, the result even during COVID. But if you are a smaller regional bank in a in a, in a weaker uh, operating environment or in a weaker region, clearly you will feel uh, the impact a lot stronger.
0: Thanks, Gilda. Some really interesting points raised there. Um, that's all we've got time for for this podcast, but you can keep up to date by subscribing to our weekly podcasts on iTunes, Spotify and ACAS and follow our discussions at thebanker.com forward slash podcast. Thanks for listening.
1: Here at Bellingcat, we get to the
0: bottom of things. From a global crisis to an underreported event, we find the facts using publicly available tools and resources, uncovering what is hidden on and below the surface.